Hey, it's Neville Medora here with a stupid email, which of course means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. And this is for Friday, July 29th, 2022. I hope you like it. So here's a swipe. And when I first saw this ad, I just had to read down to the fine text to figure out what the hell a lobster test was. So there's a picture of a lobster with a watch on it. And it turns out they just put the watch on a lobster claw to see if it would come off, break, or skip. I don't know if they really did this test or not, but it was a clear example of getting people down the slippery slope. And this slide is a good way to think of the slippery slope, meaning the headline gets you kind of sucked in. So that's like Timex survives the lobster test. So you're like, what the hell's a lobster text? And then there's a great image with a picture of a lobster with a watch on it. And you're like, what's going on here? <laughs> Which then gets you sucked into the next line. And then you read about how this Timex watch, you know, this is from a long time ago, um, the 50s. It was waterproof and skip proof and all that kind of stuff. So this is a great example of the slippery slope and advertising using it correctly. Huh, the lobster test, who knew? Um, here's an interesting thought. I was just thinking about what makes a good writer or a good communicator. And I was adding a little list over here. It's seven things. I said, you have life experiences. Two, you're hella curious. Three, you have a variety of skills. Four, you would write even for no income or, you know, produce TikTok videos or whatever the form of communication you prefer. Number five, you writing is something you must do. It's almost like a compulsion. I've noticed it in a lot of writers where even if they're doing it for free or not monetizing in any way, they still do it. So there's some sort of compulsion there to do it. And six, you have a unique perspective on stuff. If you're just parroting a lot of the same things, it's... Uh, usually not as fun. If you have unique perspectives on things and fun ideas, that's even better. And seven, you get a strange satisfaction from creating, from writing. So I thought those are interesting things that would make a, a good writer. Um, here's something uplifting. It's a quick life assessment. I've put it on this email before, but it, it's really cool. You rate these three areas of your life from one to five, and you can just do this in your head. You, health, wealth, love. Each of those from one to five. Is your health good? Is, it, is that a point where you just literally can't improve it? anymore or like improving it will only be marginally good. So that would be your health is a five. Wealth is kind of the same. So rate it one to five. Now, not everyone's gonna say that they're out of five, but uh, there's always room to grow. So I'd say rate it from one to five, see where you are. And then love one to five, that's your relationships and stuff like that. So start improving the lowest ranking one today. Why don't you go try it out? Here is a picture. So I'm reading this book on writing well by William Zinser. And I saw this great quote and related photo. And it says, in this photo, E.B. White has everything he needs. A writing implement, a piece of paper, and a receptacle for all the sentences that didn't come out the way he wanted them to. And there's this photo of E.B. White, this kind of older man, sitting at a manual typewriter in a pretty bare desk and a trash can. And this is, I guess, how you would write the great American novel years ago. This is a stark contrast into how you would write something today where you would actually be kind of active on Twitter or a blog and sit down and kind of co-write with the world. Rather, he was just writing in kind of solitary and interesting photo, but a pretty cool one nonetheless. Here's something interesting. Uh, when you're trying to cold outreach to someone, every meeting request email typically has four main sections. You've got this relevant subject line. You've got an intro with personalization. You've got a reason for reaching out and a call to action. So whether you're trying to score a meeting with a Fortune 500 or a small business owner, it's almost always the same. And it kind of looks like this, and I include a picture in the post. So if you're trying to get a meeting over email, we actually just put together roughly like something like 19 emails to borrow from, including many more used to score major Fortune 500 B2B sales. And uh, you can check out the post in the post or the email. 
And then finally, here is a drawing. Now, this isn't really a drawing. It's more of a, uh, I guess, a table, a chart. And around 1980, this Dr. Robert Pultlich invented the feelings wheel, which was designed to help patients identify their feelings and where they stem from. So for example, you can use the wheel to identify, I am angry, uh, two, I am specifically feel let down, and three, I am resentful. And not only is this wheel useful at finding the right words to describe feelings, but it's also an interesting circle shape that conveys so much information in one image. So I love this as a writer because one, I love images that compress information into one little image and just one little screenshot can uh, deliver so much information here. And then not only in, as a writer, it's really cool to help you find cool descriptive words or get to the point of what someone is feeling. So if someone is actually angry at something, you don't just say you are feeling angry. Uh, but you could say you are feeling angry and aggressive at something because you were provoked, right? So you can get really, really down to the granular feeling that they're feeling using this wheel. And um, here's just a fun thing. So I posted this on Twitter and said I love the circle shape of this and that it probably wouldn't fit that well in a Google Sheets. And this guy, Campy the Google Sheets wizard, remade this into a Google spreadsheet. And uh, he did it pretty quick. I don't know. I don't know how the hell he did it so fast, but it was kind of cool. And he posted on Twitter. So here's the, the thing. So if you ever want to use this in a Google Sheets form, this guy made it for us, which was uh, pretty awesome of him. So it's the cool thing about Twitter. He share ideas and mashups of something happen so quickly. Pretty neat. Anyways, this has been Neville for the stupid email. It's uh, Friday, July 29th, 2022. And I hope you like this. My name is Nolan Medora. I will talk to you 